If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. And welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Happy Friday, everybody. Looking forward to a great weekend, as it is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza, right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, on your radio dial. Take you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Free download for your smartphone or tablet. Hey, take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 1061, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. 
Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on your favorite pad- podcasting platform. And, of course, don't forget about our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Ash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Do. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. That is already up on the WLA-TV YouTube page, already up on our social media platforms for those that live outside the viewing area of Pelican Sports Television, which reaches most of southeast Louisiana, uh, really south Louisiana, all the way to Lafayette, Alexandria, uh, and, of course, uh, the WLA-TV signal, WLETV2, WLETV3, I don't even talk about those. And, of course, multiple ways to be able to catch it on Cox as well. So, again, check us out. This week it's Richie Mills of WGNO Channel 26 uh, Sports. Did a great job breaking down local sports for us. Looking forward to having him back on the show again. Did so, so well. Speaking of, again, so well, uh, again, today's uh, lineup is always good on a Friday. Mike Vazan's going to join us from Hot Off the Bench podcast. That'll be at about 4.15. Les East, award-winning journalist from CrestedySports.com, will join us at uh, at uh, 5.15. And then, again, another award-winning journalist, what can I say, uh, Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. He will join us at 5.35 today. As mentioned, today's program is brought to you by our good friends at the William Grant Family Distillers, independent family distillers since 1887. Uh, and I'm, i got a lineup for you that's second to none. Fill, refilling that liquor cabinet again after the July 4th holiday. Uh, maybe you're heading out for, for a vacation and, and you're, uh, you're stocking up. Maybe, again, you're going out for a great meal tonight with friends and family or that significant other. Or maybe, again, you're just going out and having a few drinks with you and your friends. Man, I tell you what, demand William Grant products. Hendrix Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Don't forget about Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, just a limited edition on the market for only a year. Uh, and then, of course, we get into the scotches, where, again, uh, when you talk about William Grant, they made their bones on scotches. Uh, Glenfiddich Scots Whiskey, the Balvini Scots Whiskey, uh, Tullamore Dew uh, Irish Whiskey, Grant's Blended Whiskey, and, of course, Monkey Shoulder uh, Single Malt. All these great whiskeys and, and, uh, and scotches are, are award-winning, top sellers in, in, in their particular category. Don't forget also about um, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey. And Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, part of the bourbon portfolio of William Grant. Outstanding bourbons. And then, of course, every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. A portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation. www.godourtroops.org. Taking care of active military members, retired military members and their families. Helping them with insurance premiums, necessary home repairs, utility bills, mortgage payments, rent, living expenses. Uh, the God Foundation has given out over $200,000 in financial aid since 2012, and it's still growing. And, of course, uh, there's a partnership now with George Laureano, William Grant, uh, 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 Sailor Jerry Rum, Republic Beverage, uh, that every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in the state of Louisiana, portion of those proceeds are going to go directly to the God Foundation. So, again, they can take care of those who take care of us. And, of course, that's active military members, retired military members, and their families. So, again, reach for a bottle of uh, Sailor Jerry Rum. Reach for a bottle of the entire portfolio of William Grant. All right. Um, again, uh, we, uh, we're we going to bring on Mike Vazan of, of, uh, of Hot Off the Bench Podcast. And uh, remember, in the second hour, we will have Les East and also Glenn Gilbo. A lot to get into. A lot happened over the week. I mean, from, again, LSU just tearing it up on the recruiting trail. It's just amazing what uh, Brian Kelly has been able to do in terms of uh, reaching out nationally 
and, and bringing in a lot of lot of really good prospect. Now look, it's twenty it's twenty twenty three. It's a verbal commitment. Uh, we can get excited about it, but nothing happens until the pen hits the paper. And even today, with the transfer portal the way it is, we have no idea again how how these kids how good they're going to be and if they're even going to stay. But you got to give a lot of credit to to again Kelly and and, and the staff for what they have been able to do uh, in just a short period of time in restocking the the, the roster for this upcoming season. Uh, and then, of course, the 2023 class, which looks like, again, a top-10 class uh, for the Tigers. Also, remember, Zion Williamson uh, coming off again, signing his uh, Supermax contract for, for uh, a rookie deal up to $231 million. Uh, the Pels start um, summer league play tomorrow against the Trailblazers uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing a lot of the young players out there. And, of course, the big uh, story outside of Zion signing this week has been the Kevin Durant uh, may have an interest in coming to New Orleans. The question is, does New Orleans have an interest in Kevin Durant? We'll break all that down for you and more with Mike Mazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast. Mike, how you doing? Rudy, we got him? Big E, you there? There he is. There Big he is. My I was going to go, doing, Mike, bro? where are you? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? We- we got you now, brother. All right. All is good in the world. I'm getting to talk to my boy, Biggie, on a Friday afternoon. Before we get started, tell the folks about your podcast, your blog, and, of course, uh, your podcast with celebrity chef Scott Craig. Oh, sure. For Xanon Football, is on the Anchor podcast app. Uh, Hot off the bench with Scott Craig and myself on the podcast app. And I do a little blog every now and then called Fazan on Football on the Google blog, you know, blog spot from Google. Beautiful. Let's start off with Zion Williamson, again, signing a Supermax deal this week. Uh, your thoughts? Happy. Had to be done. Um, both parties knew it was in their best interest to sign. I mean, obviously, you're not going to pass up 200 was it, $30 million dollars. As a 21-year-old, you know, fresh coming out of, uh, you know, off your first rookie deal. And uh, and the the Pelicans needed to retain his rights and keep him in the fold. Hopefully there's some kind of injury protection there for the Pelicans. uh, But I'm happy it was done. If he is indeed 100% and is as good a shape as he appears to be, uh, you know, Added him to that Pelicans team that made a run at Phoenix, the number one seed in the opening round of the playoffs, a serious run, um, then that just elevates the Pelicans' chances to advance further next year in the playoffs. I mean, um, with the I think they had another really, really good draft to follow last year's really good draft. And um, I just think uh, bringing in Zion was the uh, – you know, like the cherry on top, so to say. Of course, it's um, $193 million over five years. There are escalators that can bring that up to $232 million. Uh, if, if next year he is all NBA, MVP, or, again, Defensive Player of the Year, that, that, that uh, ratchets it up to $232 million. Uh, <laughs> it is a five-year deal. There is no option, much like Brandon Ingram. It's a full five-year deal, so it's a five-year commitment uh, between the club and, and also Zion. 
let's face it, Mike, he said all the right things. He's done all the right things, again, since coming back to the city. He's working out with, again, the, um, uh, the organization out uh, and, of course, coaches out at, the, um, the, at camp. Uh, we see what he's doing in terms of giving back to the community with kind of adopting the Dryads YMCA. And, and, then, and then, of course, uh, he's been all over town as well. I mean, again, from playing basketball over on, on Magazine and Napoleon right there by, by the police station out there dunking to, again, heading out to playgrounds around the city and, you know, jumping into games with kids, which has got to be incredible when, you know, Zion pulls up and he says, hey, I got next, right? Uh, to, again, having a personal chef which you can see the, the, the dramatic weight loss that we've seen now. He's been in the weight room. You see, you see that he's become much more chiseled. And, um, you know, it just seems like it's a different vibe now than what it was, uh, you know, again, when we found out this. We didn't find out this time last year. Again, he said that he said on, 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 on uh, Wednesday, on his birthday, that this the day he found out he broke his foot. We didn't find out till training camp that he broke his yeah. foot. Now, I'm not sure when the Pels found out. But, again, at least we, there's a different vibe now going into this season with, again, looking like Zion's all in. And, hey, there's 193 to 232 million reasons why he is. Yeah, but we can, we can scratch off the list, the defensive play of the year uh, incentive. We can scratch that one off the list right now. What do you think? That might be a little tough, but um, <laughs> that's maybe maybe a Herb Jones type situation. It's funny. I was listening to well, one of the um, one of the videos with one of the kids, and one of the kids that drives wives. He told, told um, he told Zion, my stepdad says that you don't play any defense, uh, and and, and uh, what he said, you don't play any defense, and he and he can take you on offense, and <laughs> and it was funny because Zion kind of comes back at him. What? Don't don't believe all that. But, um, I mean, it's just, you know, the kids were going to repeat what I was either dads or, you know, the adults say. Uh, but sure. it was pretty funny. And it was pretty funny the way he kind of handled it. And I've got to tell you what, it brought me great joy to be able to watch him out there playing with the young kids. I mean, you could yeah. see it. He just he was into it. It wasn't phony. It wasn't contrived. It was real. And you really want to see that out of Zion. Uh, you know, who again has had, oh, let's face it, it's been a tough year for him. It's been a tough couple of years for him in terms of injury, you know, where he's going to go, if he's going to stay in New Orleans, he's going to be elsewhere, does he want to be here, all that stuff that was going on around, around him and his camp. Hey, you know that, that playground that he was playing ball at, Magazine and Napoleon, we're very familiar with that spot. Uh, yes, sir. Actually played on that spot a few times ourselves, and uh, – until we got the keys to the St. Stephen's, which is now St. Stephen's Basilica, or the St. Stephen's Gym. We used to go out there and play uh, Sunday mm-hmm. nights at 10 o'clock at night. But uh, Anytime yeah, we could I'm, get on that court, are you kidding me? Oh, my phone would ring at 930. Come on, we're going to the gym. We're going to play some ball. Okay. Thought nothing of it. Now I'd be like, you crazy? <laughs> you lost your mind? But, uh, I wish I could get it. I wish I could get out the chair at nine thirty and go play at the gym. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you lost your mind if you think I'm hooping this late. But no, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just the good vibes right now all around for the Pelicans, and uh, which this last year around this time last year a little bit later heading into the season it was it was looking like a circus, like a clown show. Yep. And you it know did. the jokes on us, the jokes on me because. It looks like it's all coming into shape, and it's all rounding in the form, and uh, you know, bringing back the players that made the playoffs. So I think, really, more than the Mavericks beating the Suns, it was the it was the Pelicans wearing the Suns down 
to to when they were had to go play the Mavericks, they had nothing left. Especially Chris Paul, he had nothing left. He left it all out against against Pelicans, even though it was only six games. Those those games, a lot was on Chris Paul's shoulders in those games, and uh, and so I especially think that's with Booker out, he had to take on a large role, no larger role, no exactly. doubt. Exactly, exactly. And so Booker probably wasn't one hundred percent either when he played the Mavericks, but um. That's beside the point. But, um, you know, I just think it's, it's all, yeah, it's all sunshine and roses right now. I mean, they haven't played. They haven't, you know, tipped off one game yet. And so we have to wait and see. But um, keep your fingers and toes crossed that nothing else happens before the season that would you know, delay another return, you know, another delay to, to Zion's return. So, um, you know, and you mentioned the summer league coming up. I'm anxious. I'm actually probably going to watch it. A few oh, games you didn't watch a summer league game? Get out of, well, I get out of town. Well, when, when our guys are playing, man, come on. I, I, I'm back on with the Falcons, man. I told you All I right. was back on with them. All right. It'll be a late game tomorrow night uh, again, which I, I like. I mean, again, I like the late games, but it'll be a late game in oh, Vegas tomorrow mind, night. Man. No, ne- never mind. I'm not saying I'm late for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if I'm <laughs> there home. There is such a thing as a DVR, Mr. Vizan. That's true. Well, you know, I have sling, man, and it's crazy. I don't know. It's weird how the NBA works with sling. I, I, don't, have... I don't have sling, and I couldn't tell you the first yeah. thing about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It cut the cable. My wife made me cut the cord a while back. Right. So uh, we're doing sling, which is fine, but it's, I can't. It, when, it, when the Pelicans are playing, you know, in their home broadcast, I can't pick it up. They don't have a contract yet with them. Right. So hopefully, well, I mean, Valley's is supposed to be up. expanding. To, to again yeah. to a lot of those uh, those that have cut the cord and man yeah. and again that was part of the deal with the Pels they were going to make it easier for individuals who again are, are not with a, again a, a standard TV service cable direct TV etc yeah. to be able to get the games uh, again de- uh, you know uh, through the streaming services matter of fact the NFL right, announced today they're going to be moving the Sunday ticket from direct TV. Yeah. Which has been a, a coup for Directv, really since almost since its inception. Well, yeah, that uh, will be moving to a streaming point. service. Yeah, I was. Uh, that's the reason I got Directv when it first came out because of the Sunday ticket. Uh, sure. For them to lose that is is huge for Directv. Uh, yeah. So, but even you know, Sling, you can even get the NBA channel. I mean, the NBA version of the Sunday ticket, but I don't know if it's a contract deal or not. With, yeah, it probably is. It's out of You can't pick up the Pelicans through it. So, All right, well, then, Mike, I want to stay with that because I'm, I'm going to ask you about that as we close to the season because that was one of the, the real gripes that the fans had about Bally's, and, and that why you, when you saw, again, a lot of fans disgruntled when they re-signed up with Bally's, they were hoping that, the, again, they would go with another service uh, to be able to carry the games. Uh, and uh, ultimately they re-upped. And, and one of the promises that was made was, again, to expand what's going to be happening you know, on their digital platform, especially with these streaming services, make it easier for Pelican fans to be able to catch that. So it'll be interesting to see, again, how that plays out. It's early, in the, it's early yet, okay? Remember, the, you know, the, the, the season starts in late, late October. Uh, they'll go to camp in September. Uh, so you know, we'll see how that kind of plays out, but that should be, be in the works there. Yeah. The other big story this week is Kevin Durant. And the, the Pels being on the short list for Kevin for Kevin Durant, um, you know, the, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, that that feel that man, look, if you got a top three, top four player in the world, no matter whether he's 35 or not, um, no matter whether he's, he's coming off what he's only played 90 games in the last two years, 
uh, that if that guy wants to be on your team, you do move heaven and earth to get him on your team. Uh, right. I came out yesterday and said, well, actually two days ago, actually when Sean was on the, on, on the, on the show on Wednesday, um, that I, I, would, I would not. No. I, I believe you're building this team organically. I think that the team, uh, again, uh, we'll see how it's going to play out with Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum, Zion, Valanchunas, the, again, the other cast of young players that they have. I think they're on an upper trajectory. And, and my feeling is that mercenaries are going to come. Uh, if, when you get to the point where, where you're a contender for an, for an NBA championship, you're going to get some of these, uh, again, the stars that are going to want to come play with you. And maybe it won't cost what it's going to cost to be able to give up to get a Kevin Durant, which, again, we're hearing would include a Brandon Ingram, would include a Herb Jones, would include all the draft choices that are left with the Bucks and, and, and the Lakers as well as the Pels' number one picks, just to be able to bring him in and, also, and maybe some other players that have to sweeten the deal as well. I, I myself would not gut the roster for, for Kevin Durant, and that sounds crazy because he's a Hall of Famer. He's a top, what is it, a, a top, he was in the top 50 of the NBA all-time, all top 75 in the NBA all-time, and, and look... Uh, when, when he is healthy, he is unstoppable. But I mean, that's just the way I—that's the way I feel personally. How do you feel about it? No, I couldn't agree more with you, man. I mean, uh, sure, he's one of the greatest players that ever played, but he's thirty, could be thirty-five years old, and he's injury-prone. And you already have an injury-prone superstar on your team, and you have a budding superstar in Brandon Ingram. You can't—and he's twenty-three, twenty-four years old. And he's never injured. I mean, he gets nicked up during the season where he's got to take a few games off, but he doesn't have season-type missing injuries. And Durant hasn't played since he, since they won the championship with the Warriors. He, they haven't won anything in Brooklyn. I mean, they've made it to the playoffs, but they didn't make it to the finals since he's been there. And they've had back. a star-studded team. So, I mean, uh, you know, uh, it was very tempting but, man, you've built this team, and you have all this goodwill right now with the fans. And let's be honest, a championship next year would be totally, unbelievably great. But nobody's expecting the Pelicans to win the championship, next, even if they get Kevin Durant. But you're building to that. And then, you know, you get close. You know, you made a nice little showing of yourself in the playoffs this season. You build on that. You get deeper in the playoffs. And then, you know, your team matures and grows together. I think Durant ruins that. Like you said, you, first of all, you got to purge your team to get him. And there's no guarantee. What, you're going to have two years, three years max? And Well, he's got a four-year deal. But, but we've seen him push his way out after a couple of years in other places. Yeah. I mean, he's doing it now. He's doing it now. Trying to get out of Brooklyn. Yeah, he can't get along with, with Curry. He can't get along with Oklahoma, uh, uh, Oklahoma City. He had to leave there. You know, He had to leave Golden State. Now he's in Brooklyn. He can't get... Like, come on, man. Uh, you don't – I don't – I would not rather have the team that the Pelicans are building now, like you said, organically, mm-hmm. get all the way through it and to bring on a mercenary, and he's going to be on your team for one year, two years max, and then, show, and then bring his – push his way out when they don't win the championship. And then he's near 40. And then who's going to yeah. want him then? And you get nothing on the trade for Mm-hmm. Well, and also you could, you could use that money to be able to again extend C.J. McCollum, extend Lance, Lance, uh, Larry Nance exactly. Jr. Okay, uh, I mean that, that, the guys that you have on the team now, you know, you got two years left with Valanciunas this year, and next year, maybe extending yeah. him down the line here. You know, I mean, so I mean, it's a situation where 
um, instead of gutting the roster to try to bring in one player, maybe again extending and keeping the core together. And and to me, no. that's – and look, I may be completely wrong on this. We may get into this season and say this is a disaster, okay? No. Nah, and, and, and they should have made that move. But I don't feel that no, way. I feel this is a team way. on an upper trajectory. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way either. And, you know, I think you said this, Eric. There's a chance that in a couple – few years uh, – if Seattle gets a team, the Pelicans can go back to the Eastern Conference. Oh, there's no doubt. Las Vegas so, and Seattle will and be Memphis, the two expansion teams. And that and means so Memphis, Memphis and New Orleans, Orleans goes to the East. And then Memphis New Orleans goes back to the East, right? If that happens. Yep. I mean, it only makes sense. Right. So even better. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it never felt right them being in the Western Conference to begin with. No. Uh, you know, but it is what it is. More, gotta, more for travel than anything else, Mike. I mean, I mean... You get on these long West Coast trips, you know. I exactly. mean, it, it, yeah. it, it's brutal. I mean, it's just it's brutal, brutal. For, for a team that, that, again, is pretty much from the East. And, I mean, in the most part, I mean, you look at it, I mean, we're, we're an Eastern team, okay? I mean, when you know, when you look at, you could say you split this country down the middle of the Mississippi River, but it's tough. Now, you know, I understand what the NBA likes. The NBA likes, again, having a team here in New Orleans because, of the, because it's in between the Florida and the Texas Triangle, you know, when, when, you're, yeah. when you're traveling, okay? Yeah. But at the same time, it's tough when you got to go to Portland. Uh, you know where, where you where you got to go to the to the to the California teams and 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 stay out there in some cases you know for a week, uh, be, yeah. because of um, you know because of travel. Yeah, I mean let's face it. Ideally, uh, Houston and Dallas should be in the Eastern Conference too. Maybe even San Antonio, but you can't put everybody in the East. You need to split it up. Yeah. I understand that. No, it'll but, probably uh, be Memphis and New Orleans. Yeah. You know, and then we'll see how that kind of plays out. But when again, this is. I don't know. I haven't talked to a fan that that is not bullish on this Pelican team as it stands now, exactly. especially with, a, with adding a Zion who looks as in shape and motivated. Mike Vazan with us here on Inside New Orleans. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. It's still is Friday extravaganza. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Even on a weekend, folks, and this is it, I'm telling you. Uh, you, you come home, your AC's not working. Maybe, again, middle of the night, the AC goes out. It's happened to me before, you know, on a holiday. And, you, I mean, you hate to make a phone call on a holiday. Uh, but, again, you know, who's going to see who wants to sit through, again, a hot summer waiting on the, waiting on the, on the weekday? Burkhart has after-hour service for you. They'll be there on the weekend. There are 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call on, on normal business hours. But after hours, there are, again, a Burkhart uh, employee will be answering the phone, dispatching a Burkhart truck and a Burkhart Nate certified technician to your home or your business to get you up and running. doesn't matter what type of system you have because Burkhart is authorized to be able to service all of it. And, of course, you're talking about a company that will never gouge you, never cheat you, only doing the work that's necessary. You need help. AC's down. Think Burkhardt. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. Mike Mazan is with us from Hot Off the Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Asher. It is the William Grant family of Stillers Friday Extravaganza. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. 
This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here with up to 45% off top-rated laptops and desktops for business with Intel Core processors. Plus save on monitors and accessories, all with free shipping. Special financing available with Dell Business Credit. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. Look out for an accident on your interstates on 10 eastbound at the Almanasta Louisa exit. Any delays are going to be solid 10 eastbound from Williams to Power and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian fields to the high rise also look out for delays solid 10 westbound from causeway to veterans on the 610 on the eastbound side your delays are solid from elysian fields to the 10610 merge if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the crescent city connection your delays are solid from just before chapatulas to the camp street exit also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the west bank expressway from manhattan boulevard and then delays pick back up from just past ames boulevard to avondale in the meantime look out for accidents decatur at saint anne also downman at old gentilly road and saint thomas at phillip street I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMead, INSAgency.com. 
Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tires the weekend, right? A lot of folks like to go out. Maybe, again, you're going hunting. Maybe, again, you, you like to do a little off-road, right? So if you're looking to add more ground clearance and enjoy new terrains, you want to improve the ride and quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV, you got to see my friends over at Southern Tire. Uh, they got the answer with their lift and leveling kits. They're the lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has a lift kit for your vehicle, and their suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and, and also can increase the performance of your vehicle. Uh, also, don't forget, larger selection of tires in the metropolitan area, something for everyone's budget. Also, a, again, ASC certified technicians using the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. It's a one-stop shop for you with Southern Tire. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. All right, it is the William Grant family. It still is Friday extravaganza. Mike Fazan joins us always in the first hour on this Friday. Mike, let's turn our attention to the LSU Tigers and, and Brian Kelly, who has been on an absolute tear when it comes to um, recruiting, not just local, locally when you talk about the state, but, on, again, on a national level. Um, he uh, has 12 commitments thus far, uh, and um, they, some really, really top commitments when, when you talk about it. They've landed seven commitments in, in, uh, in, uh, in eight days, uh, and uh, – Things are just really looking up for the LSU Tigers, especially with this 2023 class. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, listen, we all knew that, you know, once, you know, Brian Kelly's a great coach. I mean, once he got dug in and entrenched in the state and sent his uh, assistant coaches out, I mean, he only, you know, he hired great, I think, really good coaches and recruiters. And this is the result of it. And I think he's got a national, uh, feel because when he was at Notre Dame, he had to recruit nationally. So in the days of NIL, uh, when a lot of your local talent's going to go for the money because they're getting, you know, all kind of cash thrown at them, he's got to have a more of a national base. And, um, I mean, like, the, I think the kid from the cornerback from, I think he's Las Vegas, I think it is, three-star cornerback. I mean, this is the type of player I think college coaches in the, in the near future are going to start recruiting because this NIL is so out of control that I say, man, recruit the high three, almost four star and get him on and coach him up. And uh, you don't have the prima donna because he's getting paid all his money and all the other stuff that comes along with these kids getting his money. And I have an idea how they can help. They can fix the NIL, but I don't know if it would ever fly. But you know, I think I think incoming freshmen should be not allowed to get any NIL. You got to be at least a sophomore to get it. Uh, wow! Earn it. I think you got to earn it. Now, now I some mean, players will only stay three years. So that means they only have two years of earning power. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I, well, you're giving incoming freshmen all this money. They haven't done anything yet. It's just as many five-star busts as three-star people who turn into Joe Burrow, you know? But isn't that on the businesses, Mike? I mean, more than anything else, it's the business that's taking the chance on the athlete. I mean, you know, because the business is getting represented by the athlete. 
Now, again, the coaches are putting them in touch, probably the university, et cetera. I mean, we know how that's going that, you know, how that kind of plays out. But at the uh, end of the day, it's the businessman or business person that makes the decision on, yeah, this is a kid I want to have represent my business. I mean, I do it every day with, with, my, with my clients. So, so but, but, I mean, which again, which come, look, that comes with responsibility. You exactly. know, I mean, first of all, you got to be able to do it on the field, right? So you got to deliver there. Uh, because again, then folks want to be able to come out and see you when you're signed, you know, autographs or whatever. And the other thing, again, you got to keep your nose clean, okay? You know, it's not going to be like regular regular college student that, again, if you get in a little trouble, maybe get swept under the rug, or maybe it's not a big deal. Get get into trouble now with again an NIL deal uh, where you're representing a business. You know, you got a good chance of that being pulled. Exactly, and there goes your NIL for the rest of your college career if you should should choose to transfer. Plus, you got to keep up your grades. I mean, uh, a lot of guys don't make it in the classroom. So, I mean, how's it going to look if you represent if you have a player represent your business, and then you know they get kicked off the team for some reason? You know, a lot of times when a, an LSU player will be suspended indefinitely, it was because of grades. So, uh, you know, I just think. Me personally, and it'll never happen. Is I don't. I think for incoming freshmen should be off limits to NIL. Joe Burrow would never got an NIL based off his junior year. Real, you, you know, he would have never. Yeah, got no, I'm NIL. with you. I'm so, with you. I mean, uh, do it on a field, man, and then and then let you know, Asher Chevrolet come come get you. And Remember, though, I mean, just like in the pros, though, Mike, I mean, a lot of, you know, you're paying rookies. And now, there's a rookie scale yeah, yeah. now as opposed to what it was, okay, mm-hmm. in, 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 in both in most of most leagues. But you're still paying a guy based on what you what, what the perspective is on, on what they might be able to do for you, especially if, again, if you're a top pick. I mean, you, you, you get the money. You get the signing bonus. In the NFL, the signing bonus is guaranteed. In the NBA, your salary is guaranteed. Yeah. But remember, like you said, it's it's in the NFL. It's slotted as to where you get picked, and it's capped, and you can only yep. make so much as a rookie in your mm-hmm. first contract. And I guess maybe see that's where I think they, that's where they got to go with NIL. They got yeah, yeah. I was it. gonna say, I guess maybe that could be a compromise for me where you cap off the NIL, uh, no more yeah, because, than X amount of dollars a year. Right. Um, the the other interesting thing this week is you know the the possibility of the Pac-12, what's left of the Pac-12, and the Big 12 getting together. There's been rumblings that, again, Notre Dame possibly to the SEC, uh, possibly, again, a break-off of, of um, ACC teams, top ACC teams jumping in, into the SEC. Um, and, and then, of course, this, you know, what we're going to see is, again, these, this super conference that will probably go from, you know, from East Coast to West Coast and be split between, again, the, uh, the, the Big Ten as it is now, Big and I'm saying 10 with, with, it, with air quotes, and the SEC being the two dominant conferences um, in, in, in college football, you know, maybe by 2020, uh, by 2025, 2026, and maybe even yeah. before that, maybe 2023, 2024. Mike, how do you feel about that? You know, look, I'm a traditionalist. I hate seeing this, you know, the breakup of these conferences. Uh, but, again, some people, again, think that this, it's the way of the world and that's, we're just going to have to live with it. Yeah, I think all these schools now climbing, clamoring to get in the SEC, they're all hypocrites because when they were in the ACC and in the Big 12, 
they hated the SEC. I mean, they absolutely hated SEC because the SEC was so powerful. And now you're going to join them. And for, for me, it's two, two bad things. Stay in your conference, get better, and beat the SEC. Uh, and what you're doing by joining the SEC is you're di- diluting a strong conference. Now you're diluting it. Now you, you're bringing in teams that would be under the old SEC would be marginal at best, like North Carolina. They would never be a powerhouse in the Southeast Conference. It's like South Carolina's never been. But stay in the ACC and build your program and, 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 and build the conference up to where you can compete and beat the Southeast Conference and have that as a goal every year. I don't know what the what the end game is with these twenty team conferences. I'm not sure. The TV money was already there. It, it, but it's being driven by TV. That, that, that's but the but thing. It, TV is I mean, the, the TV there. networks are driving this. And honestly, they, I think they, they're killing the tradition of college sports. They're killing it. They're killing the goose that laid the golden egg because in baseball, don't you love the ACC SEC showdown or Big Twelve SEC showdown? Sure. Come on, basketball, same thing. You know, football. You know, we're going to keep the conferences as it is, but we're going to make the SEC and the Big 12 play, you know, play each other every year. Same thing with the ACC. They kind of do it now but in the Pac-12. But all these teams joining and making one big giant – I mean, there's nothing special about the ACC playing the SEC anymore. I mean, oh, big deal. Well, we took your best teams <laughs> from the ACC and then right. – well, there's nothing special about beating y'all, and you're never going to be the team of an SEC conference overall. Now, if you're if your best teams are joining up with the Southeast Conference, it's an arms race now, though, Mike. And at this point, at this point again, if if, if it's going to be the wild wild west, and you and you got to be able to bring on all these teams to compete. And of course, it started with again Oklahoma and um, and uh, and Texas moving to the SEC. Well, then uh, you got to be able to keep up, right? So, I mean, do you go out and get the Florida State? Do you get Miami? Uh, yeah. Do you know? Do you, do you try to? I mean, at this point, are you grabbing a Notre Dame and and bringing them into the SEC? You know, for Notre Dame, you know, they're the ones that you kind of wonder about because they've always been an entity upon themselves. You know, where are they in the big landscape now? And then what happens to, again, the, uh, again, the, the, the group of five uh, that, that, you know, that, uh, that we're hoping Playoffs, to be able to maybe start to ascend? It's, it, it's over. So, yeah, and, I mean, now your national champion is going to be – your de facto national champion will be your Southeast Conference champion. I mean, when you have Florida State, did they mention? Did I hit Miami? Was even mentioned? Yeah, Miami was mentioned. Yep, Miami, Florida State, North I mean, Carolina, and, and, um, Duke. And I mean, I can see games, those teams in basketball and baseball being competitive, but they'll never be competitive in football. Right, but and if you're in Gainesville, if you're University of Florida, you're like, hold on a minute. <laughs> No, that's you know, what I said yesterday. If you're, if you're the University of Florida, you don't want Florida State and Miami in the in, in the SEC. Hell no. Just like Hell if you're no. South Carolina, do you want Clemson in the SEC? Because now when you go recruit right now, Billy Napier can tell kids who want to go to maybe Florida State or Miami, no, no, we, you, you come play in the SEC, man, the best conference in the country. And you make it here, and, and you know, you got a really good chance of winning the national championship. To let teams, everybody in, I don't know. It's just, to, to me, it's just nothing special about maybe I'm just 
No, I don't think you're right. I think, no, I think and I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's an age thing, Mike. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if again, if if if, if again us growing up with a traditional uh, and more, more traditionalist with um, again seeing you know the conferences and the bowl games and everything, all the pageantry that we bro- that we grew up with that we look forward to, right? Um, that again, that kind of going away with these super conferences, and then maybe again the you know. The, 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 the young generation now looking at it as, no, this is a great thing, man. You know, more the better. I mean, you know, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't espouse to the, you know, to the old conferences and, and the tie-ins and everything else. Uh, there was just something about that. I mean, look, let's face it. Amateurism is over when it comes to college athletics with NIL and everything else that's going on now. So, I mean, it is, everything is changing right before our eyes, and it's changing very, very quickly, and TV is the driver behind it. TV's the driver behind it, but even I don't even know what how TV benefits. To be honest with you, how does TV benefit from North Carolina? Well, if you're ESPN entry? and you're and you're the flagship um, uh, the network of the Southeastern Conference, all, all the SEC teams can play on ESPN. But, but <laughs> so, there's an ACC they had the ACC comp, uh, uh, network as they well. They do, and, and they would have to abandon that, right? Right. I mean, they, where would they? I don't go. I don't know how they they win off of that. Maybe right. they, they cut production costs because now instead of two conferences, they're doing one. I don't know. Maybe that. I say it's opposite, Mike. I mean, think about it. If, if you think about if you're in the big if you're in the Big Ten now, and you're going to have to travel all from you have to travel California. all the way to the West Coast now to take on Pac-12 yeah. teams, right? Yeah. I mean, I just don't know if it's cost prohibitive oh, in, in the long run. The USC and you got to travel to Indiana in November, right? The night game. Good luck with that. So, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it is what it is. I want to get the one. We only got a couple minutes left. I want to get to the Saints. Jameis Winston put out another video this week without it, without the knee brace on. Uh, again, throwing, throwing the football. Sean had some great breakdowns this past week of, of Jameis Winston last year on, again, when he excelled, when he didn't. You know, again, one of the things I took out of his film study was mechanics. And, and, and I go back to, in my mind's eye, to, to Jameis Winston, when the Saints again rattled him, they were able to get him off his spot, uh, get him where he, he had happy feet, worrying about guys at his legs, and him not being able to uh, again uh, have proper mechanics and, and again following through on the throw. On Sean's film study, every on, on all the bad throws you could see, he wasn't stepping into the throw. He seemed to be again stepping into the throw uh, again with, with without the knee brace on, with no problems. Now we'll have to see again how, how that's going to be with again guys trying to hit you. But again, it looks like real good progress for for Jameis at this point. Um, I sure I saw Sean's film study, and I came away less impressed than I was before when he shows some of the misses that Winston had of guys that right. were open and misreads. Mechanics. And I don't know if it was mechanics or unfamiliarity with the process under fire, with the offense under fire, but. Um, I don't know. It was a little bit less. And I said this earlier, Eric. Keep an eye on Andy Dalton, man. I'm just saying. That's the reason why they brought him in. He's cool. Cucumber under pressure. He's accurate. And he's been there. Uh, He's been the Steve DeBerg of the last couple of teams where they've had younger quarterbacks that they wanted to play. But older guys remember Steve DeBerg. I mean, Mm -hmm. he was just – San Francisco when they had Joe Montana brought in, and he was in Denver when John Elway got brought in, mm-hmm. and he was at Tampa when Vinny Testaverde got drafted. Right. But, uh, but I mean, I don't know. I just, 
I'm not as high on him as I was before, and maybe it's the My injury, God. yeah, or whatever. I, but but I mean, I'm telling you, we saw before he got hurt. Right, but if but if you go back and look at it, Mike, and this is what I did. I mean, I had it on DVR, so I went back and looked at it. On all those passes where he was throwing, and again, he was off. He either had somebody by his legs again, or he was getting pressure where he wasn't again stepping into the throw. And and it reminded me of a Tampa. If he does not have good mechanics, he is not an accurate thrower. And he's going to, again, look, we, we were blessed with Drew Brees, who, again, was an accurate thrower. But what, did he, what was he all, what was the, the thing about Brees? Brees always had great mechanics, and he practiced that over and over again, the mechanics. And, and that's been the problem with, with Jameis in the past. So if his mechanics are not there, then you're going to see a guy that's going to be scatter on him. He's not going to be accurate. That's going to be the key to his accuracy. I agree 100%, man. 100%. And I don't know if you fix that this late in the game. With a guy that's Especially if you're under pressure. And that's why I talked about this week about the offensive line. They they have to be the offensive line that we saw with Drew Brees in, in, in his heyday, where you don't touch the quarterback. He's got time to step up and throw. But remember, Brees helped that offensive line, man, because he knew pre-snap where he was going with the ball. He got the ball no out doubt. quickly. You know, no I mean, doubt. those are things that, again, you acquire over time because you understand the system. Exactly. The Saints' offensive line was never built for a quarterback to hold on to that damn ball. To Agreed. Him. Agreed. I 100% mean, agree. Agrees, knew where the hell he was going with it and got rid of the ball. Or if he didn't, he bought. He knew how to slide his feet. And, right, and slide and buy time. Yeah, and buy time. Great point. Great point. So we'll see. Uh, but uh, I thought it was a great film study by Sean. We oh, got about a minute absolutely. and a half left. Oh, it was so it was such it was one of his best because yeah, it really was, and, and for maybe some people found it kind of you know kind of you know you know drawn out, but you know I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm into it. I'm like, okay, this is great, this is awesome. Well, it was for, it was for football. It was for people who love the intricacies, the idiosyncrasies right. of what happens on a play. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, who who sits there and watches and says, okay, he's reading this, the ball snapped, and what he was read was confirmed. Nobody. And people right. just drinking a beer watching the game. But Sean breaks it down to people like who love it so much like we do. Right. And, and people that most people listen to this show, uh, like love it like we do. And it's like, oh man, I see I see it. And yep. the problem, the little bit of insecurity I have now is some of them throws that Winston missed. And every quarterback misses easy throws. Sure. Even Breeze missed easy throws. Of course he did. Come on. But but uh you know, it just it just feels different for some reason. Yep. And hopefully, no I'm doubt. wrong. Hopefully, I'm well, look, look, wrong. Look, we got to get the training camp. Got to see what's going to happen. We got to see what the offensive line is going to be. Are there are a lot of things that got to happen here. Okay, Kamara, uh, you know, being available. There's a lot of things got to happen here, and we'll find those out uh, in three weeks when they go to camp. Mike, got a minute left. It's all yours. Tell us about the podcast. Tell us how folks can follow you on social media. Uh, my, at Michael Fazan on Twitter, Fazan uh, on Football on the Anchor app. And out of the bench with Scott Craig and yours truly, Mike present on the podcast app. Thanks so much, my friend. Look forward to our conversation again next week. Always fun, my brother. We're getting closer and closer.
Yes, we are. No doubt about it. That's Mike Vazan. Each with us each and every week. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need help with your AC? They will be there. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Doesn't matter what type of system you have. They're authorized to service it. Go with the pros. Go with a custom company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. It is the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. We'll be right back. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. 
But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dudley DeBosier, that call is free, and we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13578. Welcome back. It is the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. Special thanks to Mike Vazan for joining us on the program. Coming up in the second hour, Les East and also Glenn Gilbo will be our guests. Stick around, won't you? Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Damien Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com.
Two of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. 106.1 FM Nash icon on your radio dial. Also, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Free download for your smartphone or tablet. Take the show with you anywhere. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com. Uh, also, don't forget um, our podcast, which is everywhere. Anchors our home base. Uh, we're on your your favorite podcasting platform. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Uh, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And uh, all, as always, we want to um, invite you to en- enjoy tonight's um, edition of Inside New Orleans Sports. We're going to be joined by Richie Mills, who did a great job from Channel 26 Sports. Uh, check out the rebroadcast tonight at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE. Uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, that's WLE-TV2, and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms and um, uh, already up on the WLE-TV YouTube page. It'll be on our uh, our website, ericasher.com. Uh, probably by, um, over the weekend, at some point over the weekend. But, uh, again, we've already got that up for you. So if you live out the viewing area of uh, any of the um, uh, any of the stations that carry our program, uh, you should be able to catch that, on again, or digitally or, or again, um, on um, or streaming on uh, one of our social media platforms. Uh, it'll be right there for you. Uh, it is the William Grant Family Stillers Friday Extravaganza. We invite you to partake uh, in a wonderful product, that uh, has again been uh, independently family distilled by our good friends over at the at William Grant. Uh, first of all, Henry's Gin Malago Tequila Reiko Vodka. Uh, if you like those particular spirits, uh, again uh, Reiko Vodka. Uh, the when you're talking about Henry's Gin, uh, also again Henry's Neptunia Gin. Um, I'm telling you right now, the the flavor profiles are so different than what, what the, traditionally what you what you would would expect, and that that's what sets them apart. Uh, also, again, you're talking about award-winning scotches, uh, Glenfiddich Scotch whiskey, the Grant's Blended Scotch whiskey, the Balvenie Scotch whiskey. Um, these are all award-winning scotches. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey is the second-largest-selling Irish whiskey in all the world, part of the portfolio of William Grant. We've got Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, another award-winning scotch. Uh, how about Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and Hudson Bourbon Whiskey as part of our bourbon portfolio, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum, and also Sailor Jerry Rum as part of the rum portfolio. Uh, every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana pours those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Uh, the God Foundation has given over $200,000 in financial aid to, again, active military members, retired military members, and their families since 2012. And, of course, George Laureano, Republic Beverage, William Grant, all coming together uh, to be able to, again, uh, help the God Foundation continue to be able to, again, fund this initiative. Uh, helps, them with ins- helps, again, active military members, retired military members, and their families now 
uh, with, again, help when they need help with living expenses, mortgage payments, rent, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. Again, uh, reach for a, a product, uh, uh, reach for a William Grant product, reach for, for a sale Jerry Rome, or give directly to the Gott Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Special thanks to Mike Fazan for joining us on the program in the first hour. Hour number two, we'll see two award-winning journalists joining us. Uh, Les East of CrestedSports.com and Saturday Down South will be first up in just about two minutes from now. And then uh, we'll finish up with Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. Uh, that'll happen around 535 uh, again. So um, remember again, folks, it's the weekend. Get out there and please support local businesses. Uh, that is what drives our economy. I know, again, you probably like your favorite chain. You like this. But, again, get in there and just uh, at least one day this weekend. Go out and, again, spend some money at a local business. We'd love you to spend money, again, with our fantastic sponsors. All you got to do is go to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. But, again, click on the icon of that sponsor. take you right to the website. Everything you need to know about that sponsor is right there. But we ask, you again, to support local businesses. Uh, no matter who they are, and, uh, again, let's keep the money flowing here in, in our metropolitan area. All right. Let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program, he's an award-winning journalist. He's an accomplished author. Does a great job covering, again, all sports, uh, again, for CrestedCitySports.com. He also, again, uh, covers the Tigers for Saturday Down South. Uh, it is Les East uh, is with us now. Les, how are you? Rudy, we have him? Yeah, I'm here, uh, Eric. I got him now. Uh, I'm at... Uh, Curse Rooney Stadium here, and Joe Sherman just wanted me to ask you a question. Is it true that you had the best left-handed jump shot coming off the bench in Biddy Basketball Uptown in back in the day? Well, now, first of all, I did have the best left-handed jump shot. There's no doubt about it, but I can't say Biddy Basketball because Sean Tui put 72 on me. So I don't, that's not something I'd, I'd want, want to be able to put out there. But, but again, the great Sean Tui of Newman and, of course, uh, Ole Miss, I think he's still got the, um, uh, the record for, again, uh, assist in the SEC, put 72 on, on, the El- on Eleanor. And, of course, uh, I, I tried to guard him for the first uh, half and then fouled out. So, so you weren't a defensive specialist? Especially at that point in my career, no, I was not. But, yes, as okay. far as the left-hander, you better believe I can knock a shot down. All right, we have a confirmation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's up? And, and Joe would know because we all grew up in the same neighborhood. Uh, we went to St. Francis of Assisi together. He ended up going to Redemptors, which became Redeemer. And, of course, I went to De La Salle. Uh, but, again, Rags was, Rag was an icon in the city. Rags was, Rags was an icon in our neighborhood. Rags took care of every single kid in our neighborhood. Um, I, I saw the Baltimore Orioles. I wonder, I wonder, it was the Orioles versus – gosh, I'm trying to think who it was. Uh, uh, it was the Orioles versus the Braves at Curse Rooney Stadium uh, back when I was a kid. And I, I remember, again, uh, Rags getting us all together in the big old station wagon and just riding around getting all the kids to jump in the, and, and bringing us out there. Uh, that's just the kind of pe- people that the Shermans are and, of course, how Rags, uh, Rags was. Just an incredible uh, individual and an, and an incredible coach as well. Well, we're about to have some All-American League baseball here. Doubleheader starting here in a few minutes out at venerable Curse Rooney Stadium. Well, it is an iconic stadium, and it's amazing what the Shermans have been able to do, and again, in keeping that, 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 that stadium up with, with Delgado, et cetera. 
Uh, and I mean, can, let's, do you remember the Braves and, and, and the Orioles playing there? I mean, you, you, you're, we're, we're, we're close to uh, the same age. Do you remember that when you were a kid? No, I don't remember that. But I know uh, other people have said they've seen Major League uh, exhibition games here at Curse Rooney, but I, yeah. I personally don't recall that one. Yeah, Hank Aaron hit a home run, obviously, out, out of that, out of the Curse Rooney, which wasn't that hard, right? Now, I was you told, uh, I believe it was a member of the Sherman family, that, that that Hank Aaron home run came just a week or two before he broke uh, Babe Ruth's record. Can it you did. confirm yes. that? Yes, it did. It did. It did. It absolutely did. So, I mean, again, it just, it, I mean, and a lot of people don't think that, okay? I mean, I'm Brooks Robinson, remember getting Brooks Robinson's uh, um, autograph? I mean, just uh, amazing times growing up in Uptown New Orleans again. And, and yeah, Sherman's that's awesome. a big part of that. It really mm-hmm. was. Before we get started, tell the folks about your book. I keep telling everybody again, look, people going on vacation, looking for something to read. I think it's a great book. Tell us about the book and, of course, what you're doing for uh, also uh, CrestleySports.com and Saturday Down South. Well, thanks, Eric. Uh, the, the book is called Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. It's, it's a novel on uh, politics and the media and how uh, – they kind of resemble sports in the media at times, and uh, I think it's uh, pretty timely with a lot of things that are going on around the country today, so hopefully folks will pick it up and check it out. Uh, as for CrescentCitySports.com, we've been uh, kind of Zion Williamson heavy here the last week. Uh, I've been doing a countdown to Saints training camp, the uh, defensive line part of my position-by-position preview uh, posted today. Uh, and uh, I'll be having uh, some more leading up to training camp, which is only three weeks away, a little less than three weeks, actually. And Saturday down south, I'm going to have – I just got three new assignments for next week that will deal with um, the most pressing questions facing uh, LSU, uh, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss going into the football season. So uh, football is just about here, and we've got yep. coverage to demonstrate it. Beautiful. You've seen Zion Williamson since he's come to New Orleans. You've covered him. It seems to be a, a total 180 on what we've seen over the last few weeks, maybe the last month or so, um, in the Zion Williamson camp with Zion Williamson being out, out, uh, people seeing him around town, uh, being uh, giving back to, this, to, to, again, the youth of our community, and, of course, signing the big deal this, this week. And then some of the things he talked about at, at the dais, you know, about, again, how the, we came to how it came to be, et cetera. Uh, from your standpoint as a guy that's covered him, talk a little bit about Zion Williamson. Yeah, well, I think the, the main thing, as a practical matter, the only thing that matters is he's under contract for the next six seasons. So we can put all this nonsense about him going somewhere else to bed finally. I, I think that was always overblown. The Pelicans always held the cards in, in terms of the p- potential extension that he signed this week. So uh, I, I never thought he was going to leave. But even he and David Griffin admitted the other day that there were there were a few rough spots along the way with all the injuries he's had to endure and with the team struggling for the first two and a half seasons of his career, there, there weren't a lot of positive things going on with him or the team, and it created uh, some tension uh, in the organization, and particularly with, with Zion in the front office. I don't think it was ever as bad as it was sometimes portrayed as being, but I think that's behind them. It was, it was a big kumbaya moment. The other day, but I think it was sincere. I, I think the the family is is happy. David Griffin certainly is happy. Willie Green's extremely happy, and and Zion was practically uh, giddy throughout the news conference. So 
you know, whatever bumps in the road there might have been, I, I think those are well into the rearview mirror, and it's all positive right now for, for Zion and the Pelicans. I 100% agree. Look, it's early. Uh, we got to see what these rookies are going to do at, 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 in uh, in summer league. How this 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 um, this um, uh, lineup's going to shake out. Uh, but what do you think's the, the 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 floor for this team this year? I mean, a, a lot of people, myself included, believe they, they could be a top four team in the West. Is that too ambitious? No, I don't think it is. You know, because we have to have the caveat that you know, if they are if they just have average luck with, with health uh, next season for Zion and the whole roster, let, let's just operate under that premise. If that happens, then the floor, I think, is, is a playoff berth, top eight, none, none of this play-in stuff, top eight spot. But the ceiling, I think, is, is top four uh, because you, we saw how good the team was down the stretch last year. And if you look at all of the – the trades and the free agencies and all the headline moves around the NBA right now. The Pelicans are adding an all-star who averaged 28 points, eight rebounds, and three assists the last time he played. He didn't play a single game last year. So you're adding that to what they already had at the end of the last year. So anybody who's going outside to bring in a major piece is going to be hard-pressed to match what the the Pelicans are adding from within. So I think the expectation for them to be a top four team, again, if they're reasonably healthy, I, I, I don't think is unrealistic. Let's talk about the Kevin Durant situation, uh, about the Pelicans possibly being on the short list, but that would mean gutting this, this, uh, this roster. That would mean probably losing to Brandon Ingram. Uh, again, giving up all the picks that are left between the Bucks, the Lakers, and, of course, their picks. Uh, having to give up maybe a Herb Jones, maybe a couple other pieces uh, to bring in a, a Kevin Durant who's got four years left on his deal, but at 35 years old, played 90 games over the last two years. Would you be in favor of, of that deal? Do you think that deal is going to be made? Uh, I don't think it's going to be made. I would not make it uh, myself. I mentioned this in a story in uh, Crescent City Sports last week. And Kevin Durant's one of the best players in the world. There's no question about that. He's also 33 years old and has played 44,000 minutes in the NBA and has had a ruptured Achilles tendon. So, you know, the long-term prospects for him uh, aren't as great as what we've seen from him over his career and the Pelicans are built to have sustainable success for the next decade or so. And they would have to give up a tremendous amount of that foundation to get Kevin Durant. Now, I will say the other day I consulted my trade guru, uh, Fletcher Mackle, right. about the potential options. And he laid out a scenario in which he thought they could actually pull off a Durant deal without giving up Ingram or Williamson. Of course, they would give up everything else that they own for the foreseeable future, and they would have no bench, and then they would be in the luxury tax, and they would be deep into the luxury tax as yes. soon as they signed C.J. McCollum to an extension. So that's not going to happen, but it, it theoretically it could happen. But I just think the, the Pelicans are in a great spot right now. They're an ascending team. They, they still have first-round draft picks in the future. They have a young core that's only going to get better. They have a, a new coach who was very successful in the first year in this program. I just don't think it makes sense to, to 
tear that down to a large degree to bring in Kevin Durant. Maybe you win a, a championship sooner than you might be able to without him. Right. But, boy, then you pay a heavy price for a long time after that. I 100% agree. Uh, again, there will be mercenaries that will come that will jump, want to jump on board. It won't cost you, a, again, a king's ransom to bring them in in terms of gutting your roster. That's going to happen down the line here, especially if, again, the trajectory of this team stays where it's at. I just think it's a little early to try to bring it. Even though, again, look, I, I respect him, one of the greatest players in the history of the game. Uh, but, again, this is just not the time, in, in my opinion, for the Pels. Yeah, and the, ask the reason you, why, go ahead. real quick, the reason sure. why we keep hearing this isn't because, you know, the, the, I don't believe it's because the Pelicans are in any kind of serious talks. It's because when people go to write stories, they're saying, well, who could put together a package that makes sense for Brooklyn? And they right. look at the young players and the draft choice and the assets the Pelicans have, and they say, well, the Pelicans are better positioned to put that together than most teams. So, yeah, that's logically a place that reporters and the Nets themselves would look at. But that doesn't mean that the Pelicans are going to do it because it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I agree 100%. And, and again, I, I think a lot of people want to see what this group's going to do together and, and instead of trying to break it up. I mean, as it is now, you know, there's somebody's going to be gone because because I'm sure they'd like to put E.J. Liddell on the roster instead of a two-way deal. So they got to find a roster spot there. And then there's that Garrett Temple moving up to, in, into coaching with a buyout, whatever it's going to be, maybe a trade down the line here. We don't know. But I, I think a lot of people want to see what this nucleus can do with a healthy Zion. No question. I mean, they've uh, done a really good job and had some some good fortune along the way and have put together a tremendous opportunity here. Why not ride it out and see what happens? You're doing, the again, the, the position breakdown for CrestedySports.com. Have you done the offensive line yet? I did that last week. We, we saw it on the offensive side of the ball. We still have linebackers and DBs coming up. Could could you break the offensive line down for for our audience? It's been it's been a conversation this week about this offensive line. The, the, again, they have to be able to protect Jameis Winston coming off this knee injury. Uh, again, we, we were talking about the mechanics throughout the week. Again, uh, you know, in terms of when, when he's at his best, he's stepping into throws. Uh, he again, we know from watching him in his time in Tampa. If you put pressure on him at times, again, he gets away from those mechanics, and that's where again he becomes an inaccurate passer. When you look at this line, and uh, based on what you've seen right now, how good is this line? How good can this line be? And, and are they going to be a, a, a have the ability to be able to uh, protect Jameis Winston and, and also again open up holes for the running game? Yeah, I don't think there's a position on the team that's more pivotal uh, to their success this season than the offensive line, and there there are two primary issues there. One, uh, number one, obviously, is left tackle. Uh, who replaces Teron Armstead at, at uh, a tremendously important position. I think Trevor Penning is going to be that guy in the not-too-distant future. Whether he's the guy on September 11th or not, I don't know. He's coming from northern Iowa. He hasn't put on pads yet, so there's no way of knowing if he's ready to start in the NFL. Ryan Ramchek was ready when he came out of Wisconsin in 2017. So Penning is going to be that guy soon, but I don't know if he'll be the guy immediately. If not, James Hurst, I think, is serviceable in the short term, but, but not your long-term answer. And then the other issue on the offensive line is uh, Eric McCoy and Cesar Ruiz, to a larger degree, how much do they develop as young offensive linemen? Does Ruiz have a breakout season and strengthen the right side, or does he continue to, to struggle 
and, and prevent this line from becoming a really good offensive line. So if the young guys blossom and if left tackle gets settled, I think they can be a very good line. But we don't know what's going to happen in either of those cases, and that's why it's one of the most important positions to watch uh, during the training camp and the preseason. I agree 100%. And we can't tell anything yet because they haven't put the pads on. You know, I mean, yeah. so, um, you know, I mean, you know, this is a big year for Cesar Ruiz. He's got to prove he can play guard the NFL. You know, Andre Speed's got to stay healthy. When he's healthy, again, he's, you know, he gets a bad rap here in New Orleans, but he's not a bad guard. He's really not. And, and McCoy has proven to be a pretty good center, but you kind of wonder, again, should he be the guard and should Ruiz be the center at this point based on, again, what they played in college? But, you know, it is what it is. The, the die's been cast there. You know, hopefully, again, Throckmorton is going to be an, is going to be a guy that can swing for him if necessary from one guard position to the X if they have an injury and I'm with you it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Penning and Hurst um, a battle to see who's going to be the left tackle but if not look I'm perfectly fine with Penning being the you know the 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 uh, the, the designated tackle uh, when, when they when they go with when they go with the, the three tackle lineup you know we've seen it with Zach Streif and others again that take on that role and then ultimately again move into the starting lineups that's a way to get you kind of get your feet wet. Yeah, and I think we also want to keep an eye on Landon Young. He was a guy, even though he was a, a, what, a seventh-round pick out of Kentucky mm-hmm. last year, they, they were impressed with him. He, he's very big. He's versatile. So uh, he's a guy who could also be in a rotation somewhere. So he's another guy to keep an eye on. But it's the, whoever the left tackle is, they have to come close to being what Teron Armstead was mm-hmm. when he was healthy. And hey, look, the kid was all SEC. So, I mean, it's not like you're mm-hmm. coming in here and you're going, I mean, he was all SEC. Yeah, coming out of, and I come out of Kentucky, and that says something. Well, yeah, it says a lot because you know when when people are looking to pick the All SEC team, they don't go straight to the Kentucky offensive line no, looking for candidates. So this right. guy had to really jump out on on film um, for him to to earn that accolade, and he certainly earned it. Yeah, no doubt. Talk about what um, shifting gears here to the Tigers for a moment. Uh, talk about Brian Kelly, what he's been able to do over the last week and a half, two weeks. What a 12 commitments, uh, the majority of those commitments from outside of the state. Uh, and, again, the, again, these are verbal commitments now, especially in today's you know college sports, uh, verbal commitments. But, uh, I mean, they're on fire up in Baton Rouge right now. Yeah, they are. And I, I think maybe this got overlooked a little bit with, with the Brian Kelly hiring. There was so much focus on him having to come in and get comfortable in Louisiana and, and learning to recruit Louisiana coming, uh, you know, as, as a Yankee, so to speak. And I think what we overlooked is the fact that, and, and he said this when I talked to him uh, a few weeks ago with the coach's caravan, you know, he said that, you know, in when he was at Notre Dame, you know, Indiana is not a real hotbed for football players, okay? It's great for basketball players, but he had to go all over the country, especially to get linemen. But to get the players he had at Notre Dame, he had to recruit nationally. And I think – uh, we spent so much time wondering if he could adapt to recruiting Louisiana. We forgot that his ability to recruit nationally should translate to being able to bring kids to LSU because of the quality of the program. So I think that the fact that he hadn't recruited Louisiana much previously was a double uh, a double sided coin, and maybe we didn't look at the fact that his history of recruiting around the country was going to be a big asset, and that's certainly been the case the last two or three weeks. 
Yep, no doubt about it. And look again, look, from we understand from those that again that do this, 2023 is a down year in Louisiana. So he's been again able to, to, to get into his contacts. And again, again, his assistant coaches as well who have done a great job uh, in, in, in bringing in these players. Again, hopefully those commitments will, will, will uh, stand firm. A lot of that has to do with again how, how great LSU is going to be on the field. We'll see how that plays out. Final question for you. And I really want to get into this next time we have you for a little bit more time. What are your thoughts about what's going on with realignment in college sports right now? You know, I, I have no idea where it's headed. You know, I, I, after Oklahoma and Texas jumped to the SEC, I, I thought this, this thing was going to whittle down or, or be contracted into probably uh, four power leagues. Now I'm beginning to wonder if it's three or even two. Uh, you know, with uh, USC and UCLA going to – uh, the Big Ten, I, I think we may be finding ourselves in a the power structure where the top level has fewer people than it's had in the past, and there's an even bigger uh, gap from the top to everyone else. But I don't know that anyone has thought this through. I mean, is the, is the USC and UCLA teams, they're going to go to Rutgers to, to play volleyball and swimming right. and golf and tennis? every year or are they going to do this are they going to do a divisional thing where they can spread that out um you know if, if you do an east coast swing where, where the uh the, some of these smaller programs would have to go out there for a week or two so they can knock out all of these games at once uh, what is that going to do you know outside of football a lot of these student athletes really are student athletes and they, they can't just leave for two weeks and, and blow off their courses regularly. Uh, you know, football seems to be a little more accommodating in that regard. So I think the, the devil is in the details, and I don't think there's a person on the planet who knows how this is going to play out. Yeah, it, 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 all we know is there seems to be, again, a, 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 um, a, a seismic shift here now in what we may be seeing in the future of college athletics. No question. And, it, you know, it, there's going to be more to come. I mean, they're going to be aftershocks uh, because everybody's yep. scrambling now in the, in the Pac-12 and the ACC trying to survive, and uh, I, I just don't know how it's going to play out at this point. Yeah, I'm with you. Les, always a pleasure, man. Love having you on the programs. Tell the folks about, again, uh, all you're involved in, uh, who you're writing for, uh, also, again, uh, the book on the way out, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Again, donkeys, elephants, and giraffes can be found on uh, all the major online platforms, Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, etc. cetera. Uh, lots of Saints and Pelicans stuff. And I'm re- the real reason I'm out here at Kirsch Rooney is I'm working on a, a really lengthy feature for CrescentCitySports.com on summer baseball in New Orleans, the, the history of it, and also how it continues to thrive even amid uh, countless changes over the years. So that's going to be coming out later this month. And then, of course, we'll, there'll be a lot of LSU stuff and, and stuff on the Mississippi schools as well, uh, football-wise, coming up on SaturdayDownSouth.com. Thank you, my friend. Always appreciate it. We'll check in with you soon. Thanks, Eric. 
That's uh, that's uh, Lessie. Just does a fantastic job and so knowledgeable, isn't he? I mean, just so knowledgeable. Hey, uh, don't forget about our friends at Burkhardt. If you're in the market for a generator, Burkhardt has generators in uh, in stock right now for you to be installed at your home or your business. Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator for your home or your business. Once you guys come to an agreement, uh, they'll put you on the calendar for a single day install. Remember, you can finance it over time with low monthly notes. The new install quality check is something that Burkhardt does for all of their customers, for everything they install. It's part of their customer service pledge. Want to make sure you feel comfortable on how to operate the system so they come out a month later. Also, again, when it comes to service after the sale, you know Burkhardt. It's 24-7, 365 emergency service. A warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generators. No excuses. Just gets you up and running. And, of course, if we're in a time where, again, we're dealing with a travel event, they're going to wait until, obviously, it's safe for those uh, technicians to come back out. But when it's safe, they'll be out there. They'll get you up and running. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. You're thinking generator? Think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. It is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Glenn Gilbo of Outkick is next. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here with up to 45% off top-rated laptops and desktops for business with Intel Core processors. Plus save on monitors and accessories, all with free shipping. Special financing available with Dell Business Credit. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. Tenise Bonia delays a steady from Williams to the airport and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from Causeway to Clearview. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Also be mindful of delays if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection from Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. And be mindful of an accident, General DeGaulle at MacArthur Boulevard. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have handle. 
If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanicgrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Today's program brought to you by our friends at William Grant is the William Grant family that still is Friday's Travaganza, Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vaca. Also, don't forget about Henry's Neptunia Gin, the latest edition, and again, limited edition of, of Hendrix. Also, all-star lineup of scotches, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, and Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. You like Irish Whiskey? How about Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey? Uh, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum, Sailor Jerry Rum, part of the Rum Portfolio. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana, portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, taking care of active military members, retired military members, and their families. And then, of course, also Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and uh, Hudson Bourbon, all part of the portfolio of William Grant, independent and a uh, family distiller since 1887. Get out there to your favorite spirit store, your favorite uh, bar, your favorite restaurant, and demand a William Grant product. Enjoy some this weekend. But as my good friend George Loriano says, drink responsibly. There you go. All right. Uh, thanks to Lessies for joining us in the program. My good friend Glenn Gilbo comes, uh, uh, is, is with us now from Outkick.com. Glenn, how are you? Happy summer. Yeah, it is summer, huh? <laughs> the dog days of summer. Oh, man, really, really hot. Hot at night, yep. hot early in the morning, hot all the time. Yeah, hot all the time. We we chose – we were born here, right? So, I mean, we didn't really have a choice in it. But it's funny when you go elsewhere and you haven't been and, and to be able to see the difference in again with the lack of humidity. Or, you know, it'll be 90 degrees. You're like, oh, where's the humidity at? Uh, but uh, oh, I know. we uh, – we we uh, I will say this, Glenn. Growing up, it did, it never bothered me. I mean, we no. played basketball outside, ninety eight, ninety nine degrees, you know, humidity one hundred percent. We do it for hours at a time, and it never bothered I me. I can remember being as a kid not having air conditioning with the with the with the with the, with the big the big uh, uh, fans that you know that would would, would bring the uh, the air through, you know, without uh, the window fans. Okay, and it never bothered me. Now, my house is like is like an ice box. Oh, I know, I know, and and uh, you know, it just didn't seem like uh, it was it was that hot. I mean, I played right. outside all day. Didn't 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 even think about it. I, I remember uh, getting too cold in the house and just running outside to warm up. <laughs> but uh, it was. I never uh, had that it, issue at my house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what you don't know doesn't hurt you. You know, right. You know, I mean, I can remember coming into the house after playing ball all day long and standing and standing in front of the uh, of the window unit, right, the air conditioning, oh, yeah. and having my mom yeah. say, "Get out in front of the air conditioning." You, you take this steal. Well, my brothers, you're stealing all the air, man. Yeah, definitely. And and uh, you know that that I still I still remember, like when you were outside all day and you walked in to a well air conditioned house and that 
initial rush of cold air yes. was awesome. You know, and I still yeah. get that now. I mean, <laughs> oh gosh, no doubt, no no doubt about it. Hey, Glenn, I, I wanted to bring you on today because you, you covered college athletics for a long time. And it seems that, again, what we've grown up with, the historic, um, uh, you know, uh, of conferences, the bold tie-ins, the, uh, the great rivalries that, again, that made college athletics so great um, that, you know, you couldn't wait to, again, on a Saturday to see a certain matchup with football or, you know, during the week a basketball matchup or, in, you know, in, in recent times even with baseball, you know, since Skip Bertman kind of put that, that, um, uh, that, that uh, sport on the map. But it looks like, again, there's, it, there's some real change coming now, and it started, again, obviously, with Texas and Oklahoma joining uh, the SEC. So now it looks like it's an arms race in terms of, again, uh, that we may end up with just two mega conferences when it's all said and done. As a guy that's covered, as a guy that's seen it, how do you feel about that? Well, you know, there's, there's already two mega conferences. They just don't have as many teams as they're, as they're fixing to have. I mean, the SEC and Big Ten – Maybe the Big 12 have been, you know, ahead of the other of the Pac-12 and ACC, so that's not new. But uh, now this this is a change that that I like. Um, I, I think uh, I think it's going to be good. You know, if they do it right, you know, the the Big 12 that used to be the Big Eight, they they kind of messed that up. They they got rid of their Nebraska Oklahoma rivalry. That was not a smart move. Um, I think in the SEC they're going to keep. Auburn, Alabama, they're going to keep, uh, you know, Georgia, Auburn, the, the, the good ones. But I'm really looking forward to the, to the new ones, you know, like LSU, Texas, or, or, uh, or uh, Texas, Alabama, or, or whatever it, it might end up being. And, and, you know, LSU, Texas A&M is relatively new as, as conference teams, so I like that. But I'm telling you, you know, these, these additions to the conferences is really going to be interesting, I think. I, I think it's, it's, it's positive uh, if, they, if they do the schedule with some common sense. I mean, I mean, look, there's a chance. If Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten, which I think they probably will, uh, to join uh, USC and, and, and UCLA, and then they'll get Washington and Oregon is, is a popular scenario. And then I could see the SEC getting um, Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina. You know, if they get North Carolina, Duke might come with them. Could you imagine North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky in the SEC basketball league? I mean, that would be unbelievable. And um, I, I, I think it's going to make it a lot more interesting. I, I think um, you're going to you're not you might not have these dud weekends when when they're playing the uh, non-conference schools. You know, like Florida International or what have you. You know that that might be going away. You know, so you're only going to have you might have one game like that in a season. So I just think you're going to have a bigger supply, a larger supply of big games if if what happens happens, if, if what people think is going to happen happens. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think TV's driving this. Oh, there's no question. They, this is this is made driving. for TV. Oh yeah, TV drove the. Uh, those early season games, uh, Fox yep. mm-hmm. is, uh, is, is, is really – Fox is with the Big Ten like ESPN is with the SEC. And, uh, you know, the Big Ten, they've all, those schools have always made more money than the SEC schools. Um, you know, they have larger population bases. You know, they don't win as many championships, but, but their TV deal is, is better. It, their new TV deal is going to be much better than the SEC's. Because the Big Ten was smart, they just they signed the shorter deal, 
like a six-year deal, which really makes sense. I mean, you ought to just do a TV deal for maybe four or five years, so then you can keep make, making a new one to make more money, whereas like the ACC and the SEC, to a lesser extent, they're locked into real long deals, so they got to wait a while before they make the money. So so the Big Ten in that uh, way is, is more attractive to, to Notre Dame, and it, and it may be more attractive to Clemson. You know, Clemson could go to the Big Ten instead of the SEC. So, oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely driven by the big by uh by television networks fox and and espn and and um you know fox is is really uh very much into the big 10 and very much mm-hmm. behind usc and ucla going to the big 10 yep um what happens to those that again when the music the music stops and, they, and there's no chairs left what happens to those, to those teams well i mean you know a lot of those teams they're in big conferences but you know they're not going to win a lot anyway uh you know so um and i mean that's they're still going to play football uh they'll, they'll just be in a in a conference that that's less of a conference they have more of a chance of of winning but you know like arizona and arizona state uh you know if, if they're in the remnants of the of the pac-12 you know if the pac-12 adds some some lesser teams to make up for their losses well Arizona and Arizona State, they weren't going to win anything in the old Pac-12. You know, mm-hmm. so I think, I mean, what I'm saying is, you know, the, the big schools won when the conferences were smaller, and they're going to win when the conferences are bigger. It, it doesn't really change. You know, the big schools won before we had a playoff. The big schools are winning in the playoff. Mm-hmm. So the big schools really don't, don't change. I mean, you know, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Georgias, um, they, they have some cycles, but it, it's it's still going to be the same the same power schools, regardless of what league they might be in. Yeah, I, I get it. I'm a traditionalist, though. I mean, so for me, you know, seeing these these conferences go away, seeing again, maybe again, the uh, uh, the, the the major teams being absorbed by again a mega conference. Uh, it, it, it's it's hard for me to be able to see, again, the traditions go away because I've enjoyed the traditions. I mean, I've grown up with the traditions. Now, again, things change. I, I was saying it earlier today. I wonder how the kid that's going to LSU right now, the kid that's going to Tulane or UNO or, again, to one of these schools that, that again, may be absorbed in the, one of these mega conferences or left out, how they feel about it. You know, I mean, you know, that maybe have not, you know, been around as long as we have, that we've seen the robberies and we've seen, again, the, the changes within the, with, within the um, uh, college athletics, not just with football, but across the board. Well, I know what you're saying. I mean, conferences are based on geography, you know, and, 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 sure. and rivalries are based on geography. You know, most rivalries, they're, they're close together. Uh, so, so that might be you know, going away somewhat, but I think, I think a lot of those teams are going to remain playing and, and, you know, may, maybe some teams shouldn't be in the mega conferences. I mean, you know, Vanderbilt makes a lot of money in the SEC, but maybe Vanderbilt's tired of just getting pounded all the time. Maybe they'd be better off with schools more like themselves. You know, they wouldn't make as much money, but you know, it might be more competitive. They might recruit better if they're in a, a lesser conference. So, so maybe you'll have, um, you know, more quality, you know, conferences that have more similar teams in them. I don't, I, who knows? But I tell you, yeah, well, among all the changes that are going on in college football, Eric, mm-hmm. this is the best one. And this one makes a lot more sense right. than name, image, and likeness and the transfer portal. Those oh, are the they they, they got to clean it up. 
Yeah. Yeah. Those are the worst, stupidest things that have ever happened to college sports. And a lot of intent was good. The intent was good. But but, but again, they they, they just they put the cart before the horse. (laughs) Yeah. By definition, it it sounds good. But they, you know, they wait, they, 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 they bow to popular opinion too much and they didn't study it before they just jumped in. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's, it's going to be difficult to, to come back. But I, I do right. think, you know, once, once the um, midterm elections are, are done and, and, and Congress has a chance to actually help in the situation, I, I think some changes have to be made, particularly with the NIL. And, and I think the NCAA can change the transfer portal itself. And they need to get yes. some kind of relief from all these ridiculous uh, lawsuits. Because, you know, that's how all this happened, because the NCAA was mm-hmm. afraid to do anything. Because they were going right. to get sued. Because that's all yep. anybody wants to do in our country is well, to sue everybody and helicopter parents. I mean, I could go on all day. But it's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous, both of those rules. Yep, I know I'm with you. You know, you mentioned Vandy for a second. We only got a few minutes left. I do want to mention, you know, some people believe, myself included, that the biggest mistake Tulane ever made when it came to athletics huh. is leaving the no SEC. Question. Okay. Well, yeah, look, Vanderbilt makes a hell of a lot more money than like North Carolina does in, in football, you know. The, the ACC teams, uh, they make like $7 million a year, you know, uh, and, and uh, you know, the SEC is, is up around 50 They're going to be going to 60 and 72 The Big Ten could go to $100 million a year in 2025 is some of the estimates. Um, and, uh, you know, and there's, there's Vanderbilt. Yeah, they lose all the time, but, but, but they're raking in the money because, you know, in the SEC – Every school, no matter what kind of season they yep. have, they get the same cut. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of like socialism. Whereas, yep. you know, no, it is. Texas, <laughs> yeah, it exactly is. Uh, I yep. told that to Mike Slide one day, and he got all mad. Right. So did Greg Sankey. But it right. is. It's socialism. Yep. It's it's share the pot. And Texas didn't want to do that, and and they got a bigger cut. Uh, and, and that's one of the reasons why you had some issues with with the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. But yep. um, you know, and and. Um, so, so Vanderbilt doesn't have a lot of motivation to leave the SEC. They're just going to take their lumps and get the money. Right. And plus, they, they can be competitive in baseball. They're competitive in basketball yeah. every few That's years. True. And maybe once a decade, they're competitive in football. Right, right. And they had it going there for a while in, in football mm-hmm. not, not long ago uh, with the coach who went to Penn State. Yeah, so yep. and, and they are. They're, they're a power in baseball, and they've mm-hmm. always been pretty good in basketball. Always, no doubt. Uh, really enjoyed our conversation as always, my friend. Thanks so much. Tell the folks about Outkick, what you got coming up for us, uh, and how folks can follow you on social media. Well, I just did a, a column that's up on the Outkick website uh, earlier in the week about why Notre Dame should join the SEC. Not that they will, but mm-hmm. the reasons that they, they should, that they could get SEC players by being in the SEC. Um, and then I have also have a column up about the 10 best patriotic sports moments that, that went up on 4th of July. But uh, other than that, I'm taking it easy uh, this yep. week uh, and, uh, and will be for until SEC Media Day starts up in a couple weeks. Beautiful. At LSU B-Tweet, always a pleasure, my friend. Enjoy your weekend. Okay, you too. Thanks. 
That's Glenn Gilbo. Again, uh, Outkick.com. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt. If you're in the market for a new system, remember Burkhardt offers you a 25% energy reduction guarantee. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And, yes, at Burkhardt, uh, you always get great service after the sale. Uh, at Burkhardt, again, they, are, they have crews that, again, are designated to be able to install the systems, whether it's your home or your business, treating your home like their home, uh, using, again, the latest equipment to be able to measure your home. Also, again, again, the latest equipment to install. Let me tell you something right now. Uh, they installed that new system in my home about two, about two, almost three years ago now. And uh, I still remember it because, again, how easy uh, the, the process was. Uh, because it's not easy putting a, a new AC system, a new duct system in a home. They made it easy. You're looking for a company you can trust? company that's going to have your back after, after the initial sale? It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. It is the William Grant family to steal this Friday extravaganza. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured in a crash and the insurance company is forcing you to play defense, it's easy to make the wrong move. Don't let them cost you a big win. Demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. It could be a game-changing decision. Supporting the Saints, fighting for Saints fans, that's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22135815. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about, again, our, our title sponsor on a Friday, William Grant, Family Distillers, uh, Henrik's Gym, Lago Tequila, Reiko Vaca. Also, again, Henrik's Neptunia Gym. Uh, looking for some fantastic scotch, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant Splendid Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, Single Malt. If you love Irish Whiskey, try Delamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Also, don't forget about Florida County Nicaraguan Rum and also Sailor Jerry Rum, uh, Spice Rum. Uh, and uh, also... Uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. Get out there and enjoy a product as part of the, of the portfolio of William Grant. All right, want to thank our guest, uh, Les East, Glenn Gilbo, Mike Vazan. want to thank Rudy back in studio. want to thank you for listening. Thanks so much. Uh, also want to thank our sponsors sponsoring our program. Go to ericasher.com for slides to the sponsors sponsor our program. Please support those sponsors. Make it easy. Click on the icon, tell you everything you know about those sponsors. Thanks to those sponsors for supporting our program as well. Don't forget uh, also, uh, again, about uh, uh, the award-winning Inside the Wall Sports. Richie Mills joins me tonight. And uh, you guys have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you Monday, straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside the Walls. Jude Young is up next. I wouldn't move. See you on Monday. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. Broadcasting from the Dudley.